0: the essence of it all. Rabbi Hudele Le Vashlag was known as the Living Ari. He had an exceptional attainment in the works of the Holy Ari, penetrating them to a depth that no one had achieved since the days of the Ari himself. This is what he wrote in a letter dated 1947. And you should surely know that since the time of the Ari, may his memory be for a blessing, until this day, There has been no one who has understood the system of the Uri to its root. And now, by the highest grace, may the one be blessed, I have merited to receive the soul of the Uri within me, not because of my good deeds, but because of the highest will that it should be so. I do not understand why I have been chosen to receive this wonderful soul, which no man has merited to receive since the passing of the Uri until this day. I cannot talk further on this subject as it is not my way to speak of miracles. This great attainment is expressed in the commentaries that Rabbi Asha compiled on the teachings of the Ari, amongst which is the book the Talmud Esha Sfirot. In the Talmud Esha Sfirot, the Ari describes the flow of the Godly light according to the development of the vessels for this light from the simplicity of the end self, the infinite, down to the complexities of this world. In discussing the underlying principles that govern this development, Rabbi Ashlag writes as follows, You should know that the aspect of the will to receive that forms the created being is its vessel. You should know that this vessel includes all the material that stems from its created aspect such that the rest of the entity, other than its created aspect, relates to the Creator. Hiztaklut Part 1 In his work, The B'ticha of the Chochmata Kabbalah, which is also based on the work of Yari, Rabbi Ashlag elaborates this idea. It is certain that there is no aspect of the will to receive in the essence of the Blessed One, Therefore it follows that the said will to receive is the sole material of creation from its beginning to its end. All the myriad variety of created beings, all their happenings, of which there is no measure, and their behaviours, those that have already come into being and those that will manifest in the future, are only different measures and arrays of the will to receive. Everything that exists within these created beings, that is to say, all that is received within the will to receive, stamped it as it is, within the created beings, is drawn from God's essence, Yesh may the one be blessed. This light does not have any aspect of new creation, Iyesh as it is not created at all, but is drawn from God's eternity, Yesh In the meet, Babasha goes on to explain... That we can only sense or imagine entities in so far as they have some cooperation with our senses. That is, we can only sense or imagine aspects of the vessels. We have no way of knowing the essence directly. The will to receive is the first tzura of every essence, tzura being the form within the essence. We define the first surah as its substance because we have no attainment in the essence. But the question of what is our essence is central to us. What am I? Am I just my body? Am I my feelings? But these all change. From what we have just learnt, it appears that the aspects of myself that I know directly are not the whole of me. Rabbi Ashlag writes in the Marvola Zohar And you should know that as regards the essence of the man as he is in himself without matter we have no conception of it whatsoever. Our five senses and our imagination can only show us the actions of the essence but cannot reveal to us anything of the essence as it is in itself. Our own essence itself or what it consists of is completely unknown to us. I feel and know that I take up a place in the world. I am solid, I am hot, and I think, which are some manifestations of the actions of my essence. But if you were to ask me, what is my essence, myself, from which all these manifestations come, I would not know what to answer you. Behold, the divine providence has withheld from us the ability of conceiving of any essence, we are able to grasp only overt manifestations or images of actions which come forth from essences. So the most important part of ourselves, our essence, cannot be accessed by our usual faculties of interacting with the world. Far from this being just a curious philosophical idea, this fact has profound implications for all of us. To see how this may be so, we can look in the book Matan Torah. Rabbi Ashlag writes as follows. There are in fact two parts to the Torah. One, the mitzvot that are practised between oneself and God, may the one be blessed. And two, the mitzvot that are practised between oneself and one's fellow. Both of them address one issue that is, how to bring the created being to the ultimate purpose of coming into unity with the Blessed One. Even the practical side of these two types of mitzvot are one, because when a person does his work for its own sake, without involving selfish love, without gaining anything for himself, then a person does not in fact feel any difference in his acts, whether he is working for love of his fellow or whether he is working for the love of God. Because it is a natural law for every created being that whatever is to be found outside the framework of his own body seems to him to be empty and completely unreal. In other words, we are born within the paradigm of the will to receive for ourselves alone, termed in the Kabbalah, the body, or what we would call the ego. It is within that paradigm that we see the world. This is what appears real to us, we need to ask the question what is a paradigm and if we are working within a paradigm are we confined to it a paradigm is defined as a framework of distinct concepts or thought patterns so we've got the paradigm the framework of thoughts concepts and ideas defined by the will to receive oneself alone formed from the material aspect of ourselves this in the language of the Kabbalah, is called the Marechit du Tum'ah, or the framework of uncleanness. If we do an action that is outside the paradigm, out of the box, as we would say in modern terms, it seems to us empty and without content, as we have no way to connect with it, no way to assess it. So from the perspective that is within the paradigm, that is dictated to us by a created material aspect, actions, speech or thoughts that are completely altruistic without any return at all, not even an emotional return, seem to us as being dry, empty and meaningless. But there is hope. Let's look again at what the Ari is saying. He's telling us that we are not just made up of the will to receive for ourselves alone, but everything else that is within us, beside the will to receive, is in fact the essence of God. As we say every morning in the prayers, Oh my God, the soul that you placed within me is pure. When our thoughts are confined to the paradigm of the will to receive for ourselves alone, we cannot access our soul, our essence. But there is another paradigm, another web of thoughts and concepts, a paradigm that is in affinity of form with the Creator, in affinity of form with his goodness, his light. The paradigm made up of the thoughts, speech and actions that are in accord with the essence of God and given to us in the form of the Torah and the Mitzvot. This paradigm is called in the language of the Kabbalah, the framework of holiness. Rabbi Ashlag describes what a reality based on this paradigm could look like. Let us see what it will be like when all humanity agrees unanimously to nullify and completely remove the will to receive themselves alone that is within them. And then they will have no will other than that of giving benefit to their companions. Then all our worries and all that is injurious to us will vanish from the earth and all beings will be certain of healthy and full lives since each one of us will have a whole world looking out for us and fulfilling our needs. When looked at from this perspective, the will to receive oneself alone seems like a delusion, empty and illusory, meaningless and wasteful. Suddenly, I understood why every action of Torah undertaken for its own sake, whether between man and his fellow, or whether between man and God, seems empty and unreal. Such actions belong to the paradigm of light the paradigm I cannot sense directly. I felt a tremendous uplift of spirit. Such actions might seem empty to me, but they are not empty in the eyes of my Creator. These are actions which impact the spiritual worlds in ways I cannot know. They are in the paradigm of light. In this world, we express ourselves via two main faculties, Mocha and Liba. The mind and the heart. Within the paradigm of the material, the mind is expressed as the will for certainty in our actions. We want to know why we do something. We don't like doing anything unless we can see the logical reason for doing it. The corresponding expression of the mind in the paradigm of light is faith. Faith in God, faith in the Torah. Faith implies action that does not seem to us to have a rational basis and therefore is hard for us to do. Faith is described in the Kabbalah as emuname al-hadat, faith above knowledge, because it belongs to a paradigm higher than that that knowledge does. We have faith that there is a master of the universe, and that he is good. Liba, the heart. In the paradigm of material, the heart expresses the will to receive sensual pleasures. Its corresponding virtue in the paradigm of light is the will to give altruistically to my fellow man or to God. This fact, that we cannot access an experience of the light directly, is expressed by the sages of the Talmud. They ask, how may we cleave to him? Behold, he is a consuming fire. But cleave to his attributes... Just as he is merciful, so you be merciful. As he is compassionate, so you be compassionate. As tis written, and you should walk after God. Can a person walk after the divine presence? We have already learnt in the scripture, for the Lord God is a consuming fire. But one may walk in the attributes of the Holy Blessed One. Just as he clothes the naked, so should you clothe the naked. Just as he visits the sick, so should you visit the sick, the Tractate Sota. No, we cannot sense the light of God directly. We don't have the means by which to do so. But we can join in the framework of holiness that is one with him. We can become one with the essence that is within us through faith until such time when the entire framework of uncleanness will have been transformed to that of affinity of form with the Creator. Then the light of God will be known to us directly as the prophet Isaiah shows us, For the world will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the water covers the sea. This audio recording is brought to you from Nahorah School, established by Yadida Cohen for the study of the Kabbalah as taught by Rabbi Yehudalev Ashlag. Studies with Yadida Cohen are available through the Nahorah School online. Details at www.nahorahschool.com or www.nahorahpress.com.